The views expressed in this presentation are those of the hosts and guests and do not represent the views of any lodge, grand lodge, appended body, or any other person or persons whomsoever. Eminent Grand Commander of the Knights Templar State of Illinois. Joe Farrell, uh, past master. And Mark. Patrick Robin. Companion Derek Hilfer. There's two guys and we don't even know who they are. You are so fired up. And I've made so many good friends, some that drag into podcasts. Confirm all day. And you want to fix it, you want to help with the purple tassel. There's no, don't worry about it. You won't get it. I myself am part of that 10%. You join the shrine. You Scottish way. You're here. Welcome to the At Refreshment Masonic Video Podcast. I'm your host, Wesley Reuter. Let's meet everyone else once again out of retirement for one more episode. We have Brock from Raven 303. Confirm. All day. Marty, Villa Park Masonic Lodge, Keystone Chapter, Shio Grotto, all things that are good. I love you all at home. Yoshi, Villa, Past Master Villa Park Lodge, Past Excellent High Priest of Keystone Chapter. Monarch elect of Shail Grotto. <laughs> and for this episode and the last one, he hasn't found his way out of the Matrix. So, <laughs> and our guest today, we have. Hello, everyone. My name is Chris Hathaway. I am a past master and current master of Bloomington Lodge number 43. Uh, in the shrine, I am the high priest and prophet of Muhammad Shriners and Beautiful. also the Bloomington Shrine Club president. And. Uh, for the Scottish Rite, I am the lame duck, most wise master. The new uh, most wise was voted in last night and will be installed on Saturday. So I'm happy to be here with you guys to explain uh, why this Jack Daniels bottle is sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> to our knowledge, we're the only Masonic group to have a custom bottle of Jack Daniels, and I'm excited to tell you all how we got it. Yeah, that's awesome. Amazing. Dude, that's so cool. All right, well, I'm a big Jack Daniels guy. I love Jack Daniels, and like when I saw like uh, you guys were posting stuff on on the Facebook and everything, I was just so like excited. I about had that. a Jim Beam bottle on my feet at one point. It's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna prove a point. That's okay. <laughs> well, you can try and prove it next time. So, uh, Chris, instead of uh, getting to all your titles and stuff, let's talk about the reason why you're here. This beautiful bottle of Jack Daniels. Well, it's not the only. You know. <laughs> oh no! He said I want to talk about Jack Daniels. No, no, no problem. He's here because he's a good brother. He's an honest mason. He's a workman in the temple. He's a fun guy. He represents the state well. He represents the shrine well. He's holding it down for the Valley of Danville like he's the rafters himself. This is the man. Yep. This is the man to be. For this is the sure. man to know. He's you don't know masonry. You know Chris Hathaway. There's two guys in masonry you need to know. First one's Hiram Abiff. Second <laughs> is my man Chris. <laughs> Wow, that goes against everything we talked about in the production shots before this. Like, let's talk about the bottle first. The most important thing, why he's here. And then when I say it, oh, no, Wes, you're an That's not, really That's not it. <laughs> what were you going to whisper him? Just say it out loud. No, I'm like, I'm laughing <laughs> at him. laughing at him, dude. Like, I was all like. Too funny. So, Chris, what brings so, you here today? Yes. Yeah, so this beautiful bottle of Jack Daniels. So, you know, in masonry, there's three ways to raise money. You raise dues, everyone groans. You pull from your investments, everybody groans. You do a fundraiser, also everyone groans. Um, so we, in the Valley of Danville, we, we had a golf outing. That was our major fundraiser for several years. We stopped doing that. Which course did you, did you do it at? Uh, I believe 
that turtle run in Danville okay. a lot of the years. So. Did you stop doing it because it got passe or because the COVID years just threw it off the schedule? Uh, we just, it kind of fell out of favor with membership. It kind of dwindled down. And we did, for the past six years since I've been in the Scottish Rite, we haven't done one fraternal partner either. Okay. We, we raise wow. money for dyslexia centers every oh, year. Sure. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah. fraternally, we did nothing for ourselves. We uh, managed our money well, uh, pulled off the endowment, or pulled off the interest off the endowment. Um, we still made money over the course of the five years, but we never did any fraternal fund fundraising. Okay. Um, and every year, different things got brought up. No one would take the, the lead on it. Uh, we, we'll do fundraising next year. We budgeted for fundraising every year. We never did any fundraising. Um, a good so brother. It was just like. Yeah, a, a good brother of ours. Uh, some of you may know him. He's a past most wise master, Valley of Danville, illustrious uh, William J. Husty Jr., thirty third degree. Awesome. Uh, past uh, excellent Grand High Priest and uh, Royal Arch. Um, big Jack Daniels guy has a collection that would blow anyone out of the world. Um, good friends with uh, our current commander in chief, uh, Sean Patrick McBride, thirty third degree. <laughs> Sean. Uh, <laughs> that, that's actually my home lodge. He raised me. Oh, oh wow! Very cool. Cool. Oh, wow. Catlin Lodge two eighty five. Um, so Bill comes up to us and he says, "We can uh, get a custom bottle of Jack Daniels made in Lynchburg, single barrel select. We can make all this money off of it. All we need from the board is ten grand." And we're like, ten grand seed money off a fundraiser we've never done before." I mean. Um, so he did all the logistics, went down there, figured out how we could do it. He said, I got a, a guy that can make this cover over in Germany. He said, we can make a good profit off this, uh, off Jack Daniels. Wait, the box came from Germany? Yep. Okay. Wow. Very okay. cool. The, the sleeve came uh, from uh, a group over in Germany. Um, so we, we debated it back and forth. To, uh, you know, putting up 10 grand for, for whiskey in the Scottish Rite is kind of taboo. Um, People were kind of naysaying, what if this flops? What if it goes bad? Um, How can a lot of parties? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> my uh, my counterpoint, the worst that could happen is we have 10 grand worth of booze at the temple that we yeah. have to go through. <laughs> <laughs> so how does uh, somebody go about getting this bottle, and do you have to be a Scottish Rite member to receive one? No, uh, anyone can buy it. We're, we start off with... Uh, so if you buy a whole barrel of Jack Daniels, uh, you never know how much, how many bottles you'll get off of it. You can get in between 200 to 250, depending on single barrel selected, uh, evaporates and whatnot, and then you get what you get when it comes down off the top shelf. So um, we ended up with 230 something bottles. Uh, we're down to less than 40. Wow. Uh, right now, I think we're cutting off any outside sales, and they will only be sold at reunions for the next 40 bottles. Oh, my uh, God, yeah. Was very that numbers that, come that out, has to be for the membership. These were flying off the shelf. Uh, we sold them for 85 bucks a bottle. Um, we think we're going to pull in a little over nine grand um, on top of making our money back. And yeah. Nice. nice. That's, that's nice. awesome, dude. So as soon as these came out, I was hitting the ground running. I voted on this. I needed to make sure we sell all, all these bottles. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you pushed it and you can't sell it, who can? Yeah, so um, four of us went down to Lynchburg um, on our own dime. We drove down there, got our own hotels. Uh, William J. Husty Jr., 33rd, C. James Haig, MSA, and his wife Barb, myself, and then a local. Um, we did the whole tour guide of uh, Jack Daniels. Oh. We tested three different single barrels, oh. and we all decided on this one. Yeah. Um, and which one is this again? It's uh, Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select. Um, you have to taste the single barrels because each one of them is unique. Yeah. They're not wow. quality controlled. Yeah, a single a regular barrel. Bottle. Yeah. They're, they're all one barrel, and that's it. 
Yeah, there, there's no mixing. Most most liquors, you know, uh, they, they it's mix. A blend. Yeah, it's a blend. Yeah. Oh, you wow. know, anything that any, any product that's single barrel, that means it came from one cask, and that's it. Like nothing else has touched it. Like that's that's as pure as you're gonna get. It. But that gives every different oh, yeah. barrel yep. its own everything. Yeah, and it's all they're all numbered, you know, lettered and numbered and everything. Like yeah, man, it's yeah. So cool. we we made this. Um, this for Scottish Rite Masons everywhere. There's nothing on here that would be like, oh, this, you're a Valley of Danville member. We wanted it open across the jurisdiction. Right. The neck hanger says Scottish Rite Masons. However, in the there's a room, a whole wall down there, the Wall of Fame, for anyone that's ever bought a single barrel select. And the Valley of Danville's name is on that wall. That's awesome. That's, right. that's, that's cool. cool. And it, it's right up there. You know, you have Eric Church bought several barrels, uh, Barack Obama, several country artists, yeah. uh, a lot of military uh, folks, CEOs that buy a barrel for their, their company. company. Oh, God, that's so uh, awesome. So the, it's just like a who's who, and then, you know, they're just like one Masonic group that'll be on there now. So. <laughs> that's very cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. You're definitely in good company, and you're representing the fraternity very well. Uh, th that's great. Good job, Dan. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, what a success. I, I'm a little jealous. I mean, I kind of want yeah, yeah, refreshment yeah. whiskey, but I don't want to. So pay actually, you guys might not know this at the Valley of Danville. This exact bottle was actually given as a gift to the Grand Monarch of the Grottoes of North America from mm -hmm. the most excellent Grand High Priest of the Royal Archmasons of Illinois. And I think it may have just been happenstance that he was able to come from downstate and have one of these at hand to go to another banquet. Yeah. But it was one of those moments where it was like a Royal Arch guy is gifting a, the Grotto leader this amazing Scottish Rite gift. And then you don't realize these bodies, man, they're, they're not different. It's just we're all trying to accomplish the same thing and working together and make this beautiful mosaic, man. Yeah. It's great. Well, dude, but, but you know what? If you dive into the history, you got to remember the reason why grotto got started is because it was a group of brothers practicing for a royal arch degree it was cypress chapter yeah you know and for that to ha like for that to, that exchange is just yeah that was well, really th cool. then it was with the scottish right yeah. it was, it was that's it, cool yeah that's funny you know? yeah. but you, you said so you're, cool. a, you're a grotto member what yeah grotto i'll say too uh, i'm a member of the gayo grotto and uh, i can't get over there much living in bloomington but one right, thing gayo, I do, what's up man what's going gayo on grotto, uh, yep Twice a year, I go back for ceremonial, and I perform awesome. the wizard and um, some other parts in the ceremonial. Beautiful. And I, I think almost everyone in the grotto ceremonial is a Scottish Rite Mason. It's just about, um, yeah. Oh, wow. So we, we always uh, Scottish Rite Valley of Danville and Gale Grotto is really a nice group. We'll have receptions out oh, they there. Got, dude, their campground um, is so We cool. send them members, they send us members, and it's a real cordial group down there. So that's cool, man. So yeah, all right, cool. and then you said you're prophet and high priest of which shrine? Muhammad. Out of Peoria. Okay. So that puts you at potentate in four years? 2025. Oh, less than that. Okay, wow. beautiful. Nice. Moving nice. up in the world, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and you're so young. <laughs> 25, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. A few years ago. Yeah. yeah, I was actually just looking at your pictures from the golf outing you guys did the other day. Yeah, so we had a, uh, a hospital golf outing in uh, El Paso, Illinois. It's right outside of Bloomington. Nice country club. Is it the same one, Grand Lodge? Grand Lodge, yeah. Cool. Uh, and, uh, it's a smaller outing, but we had a little over 80-something golfers and raised about 4,000. Teams of four? Yep. Nice. Teams that's of four. a shotgun start? Yep. Dude, that's a beautiful. That's a it great turnout. It was a great day. We had you know, two past Grandmasters uh, played. We had several past potentates. Um, 
about half were business people from the community. Which is more important. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so. we're not selling masonry to the Grand Master, but that guy yeah. in town owns yeah. a state farm agency and gives to the church, is a real good guy. That's the brother we have to reach. And through those events, we can. And thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. and I'll tell you, we also had our national ambassador uh, come down and speak to us. And his mom, Kelly, that's our development officer in Chicago, came down and spoke and just talked about how if her son would have, if they would have had a pay out of pocket, she had top notch uh, state insurance, still would have cost almost two million bucks from from yeah. day one yeah. to 18 years old uh, out of pocket for, for what the shrine had done for him. So it, oh, it was yeah. really nice. nice to hear. And, yeah, uh, we've had a we had a guy on from Wisconsin who came on and told us a whole bunch of great yeah. stuff about the shrine. It, it's just amazing the stories you hear out of there. It's, yeah. it's awesome. No, it's something, you know, even even though I'm not a shriner, it is still something to be proud of because that is still part of the fraternity. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That's like the public. I was going to say, that's yeah. the glow, man. That's yeah. what everybody sees. You know, that, I mean, yeah, everybody's all like, you know, you like when you most of the time when you're talking to people non-mason people yeah correct when you're talking to them like you know like i don't like talking about it to, like no that's just, i know, use the same you know, talking but point. when you know they, they see a ring they see whatever and they're oh what is that oh i'm i'm a freemason and oh cool what's that you know i'm trying to explain it to them and they're looking at you like a deer you know headlights and then you're like you know who the Shriners are? Oh, yeah, the Shriners. <laughs> I know them. I you see know, the like, commercial to yeah. buy the blanket. Yeah, I, I see the guys, billboards. The cars, yeah, the whole yeah. night. Yep. Actually, I do have a funny story about that, though. A brother from our lodge. Um, well, he's in our lodge, a couple of our lodges, but he's past master. He, uh, he's Catholic, like me and him are both Catholic, too. And there's a little bit of taboos, and some people within their own side don't always kind of get it. I personally think it's just them trying to push Knights of Columbus membership, but that's all. <laughs> so um, he was talking to his priest. He's like, hey, I think, I'm thinking about joining this, or he, or he did join this, or how's the church feel about blah, 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 whatever. And then the, the priest was, said to him, he's like, yeah, you know, those Masons, you know, this or the other. He's like, why don't you just join something like the Shriners? <laughs> and then he's like, a oh, funny story. And yeah. he kind of explained it. And the priest said no. And it was uh, one of those moments, which is so funny to think, how there's more Masons than Shriners. Mm -hmm. However, that is really our biggest public face, and what a yeah. public face to have. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And wow. we have something here in Chicago because we have the Advocate Masonic Hospital as well. So the Illinois Masonic when Masonic. you're listening to the news and stuff like that, you'll hear, oh, they took that person to so-and-so, and you're yeah. like, they hit you with the I Masonic mean, dude, every, Hospital, yeah, and you're everybody like, goes there. Hey. Everybody knows it. Like, people who don't even know what Freemasonry are is, they yeah. go, they have no clue you know, until, you know, it ex is explained to them and they're like, oh, wow. I mean, and I can't tell you how many people, but people, why am I saying people? How many brothers I've met, you know, they're like, well, I became a Mason, a Freemason because of the shrine. Yeah. Because I wanted, you know. We got a guy in our lodge who yeah. dealt with some burns when he was a young yeah. man, went there. He got of age, got older, and he's like, you know, I really want to kind of go back and give love to this thing that gave love to me. He went to the shrine, he's like, hey, I'd like to come here because I really want to help fundraise. Then they, you know, divert him to a lodge, and actually, he's one of the greatest masons I know, right? Dude, now. he's yeah, he, dude, honestly, he's one of the pillars of our of our lodge. He really, truly is. You know, he he, and you know what? He came in, and he that was his goal was just to become a shriner and do that. But you know yeah. what? He when he got in, he 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 loved every aspect of it, and he is, you know, yeah, he was kind of funny because he showed up. He's like, I don't know why I have to be here to fundraise for the shrine, but they sent me here, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, your heart seems to be in the right place. Let's, but no, actually, now we, 
Yeah, the lodge wouldn't exist without him. So, yeah. so, so Chris, uh, at the beginning of the episode, you said you are still currently, as of the recording of this episode, uh, the most wise master for Danville. So there's four bodies in the Scottish Rite. Uh, can you tell us how those work and why you chose to get into the body that you're in? Yeah, so uh, I, technically with the bylaws, I don't know if you've been elected and not installed, if I'm still the most wise for the next three days or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until he's installed, you are. Yeah, until, yeah. You, yeah, okay. until he's installed and that gavel, like, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not a uh, 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 Scottish Rite Mason, but like if it's any, like everything else, until the installation starts and that person who's going into the chair that you are until that gavel strikes you are still it like <laughs> so. uh, i will uh, we'll take a moment to say I, i'll be the longest serving most wise master in the history of the valley of danville two oh, and a wow. half years uh, <laughs> wow. because we moved to two-year terms right when, okay. I, when I started coming through the line so oh um but yeah so uh the scottish right uh is divided into four coordinate bodies um so you can see on this window, uh, we, we have the, the Lodge of Perfection, uh, Prince of the Jerusalem, the Rose Croix, and the Consistory Line. Mm. Um, they all work as, uh, at least in Danville, um, there are four voting members of our board. We have a seven-member board. Um, the Rose Croix degree is uh, known as the Philosophical um, or the Spiritual Temple of the Scottish Rite. Um, the exemplar is uh, Kind of tells the life of, of Jesus and being a Christian, that degree really hit home with me. Mm -hmm. um, it's a the Rose Croix line has a lot of dedicated leaders. Almost every past most wise comes back and helps. So when I show up on reunion weekend, there's 15 to 18 guys ready there to work. Like they're not there to collect titles and um, tell me what to do. They're they're asking how they can help. And right. That's that, good. That fraternity inside the fraternity has always made me a, a champion of the Rose Croix. Um, just a, a great group of guys. Um, we, in Danville, we're a, a traditional valley, but we also have progressive ideas too, so we always put on the 14th and 18th every reunion. Cool. Every Scottish Rite Mason that comes through will see the 14th and 18th degree, along with the 4th and 32nd, because we believe those four degrees make you a Scottish Rite Mason. They're so important that if you don't see those, you'll miss out on a lot if you don't come back. So. Um, we strive to put those on very well. We add flair to it. I mean, I don't know of any other uh, Rose Croix degree that has Johnny Cash sound in it. Uh, <laughs> so we, we've been given, you know, permission to make the degree what it's want, what we want it to be, as long as it's impressionable. Um, so that's why you joined the Rose Croix part. Uh, yeah. So I, I was asked to, to join the Rose Croix, and I, I saw the commitment of the guys that are in it, and I saw the the list of names of who has served in the past. I'm like, that's the line for me. And um, in Danville, you serve in the first three lines, and then once you're past head of body, then you can serve in the consistory line. So it's very a cool. Than, yeah, that's uh, cool. Valley of Chicago and yeah, I understand that progression though, and I, I see why it's valuable. That's pretty cool. And. Oh, Before, yeah. I did want to talk about this window. Um, for those that don't know, this window is a stained glass window that's out in Lexington, Massachusetts. It's 12 feet high by 16 foot wide, and it's very impressive if you're ever out there. Uh, they did a fundraiser several years ago, and uh, the Valley of Danville raised the most money for that window, and it became known as the Danville window. Which is <laughs> oh, what, wow. Which but it's in Massachusetts. Yes. That's it's our headquarters. So this is all one window all yep, the way around. All the way around is the window. So a lot of brothers have bought three or four bottles so they can display the whole window. And is it at the oh, Northern cool. Jurisdiction Building? Yep. So in a recent podcast, we're talking about visiting House of the Temple, which is the Southern Jurisdiction Correct. Building. Yep. Okay. 
Yeah, so this window, uh, if you start uh, some cool things on it, uh, you have the eye of providence, all seeing eye. If you had it spread out, you know, it radiates all, all the way through. Confirmed. Um, you have, you know, your, your blue lodge symbols, the, um, the book, uh, the Bible down there. On this side, you start off with the, the original uh, American flag with the alpha. Then you go down to the end, you have the 50-state American flag with the omega beginning in the end. That's cool. Um, you got King Solomon's temple. We got some of our um, pride in our past, faith in our future. We the people kind of just has a lot of uh, different Scottish Rite values intertwined in this window. Um, so that that's our, uh, the Danville window is on our bottle. Uh, so it may not be specifically for Danville Masons, but it does hold a special place for us. And, but it's at one of the main buildings. Yeah, it's yeah. to be yeah. shared awesome. by everybody. Yeah. And you guys should take pride that it is yeah. the Danville window. Yeah. Yeah. We, we loved it there when we went for the Scottish I Rite. love it. Yeah, I've well, been to Danville a few times. I absolutely love it. I love the historicness of it. I like the purity of the degrees, the richness, the, the length of the degrees. You guys do way longer. Like you, You'll see ritual that you don't really see a lot. And uh, there's a few things that you guys do different than we do at the Valley of Chicago. That's very, Some of your old props and some of the ritual stuff is like, just next to none where we use like videos and slides and project where it's like, dude, you can't, nothing beats yeah. a flaming sword in front of you, man. Yeah. Like yeah. when you see that, it's awesome. The, the stage was cool. I remember when we first got there before everything started, yeah. uh, we went in the back to see the productions because they said, you know, we could, no big deal. Yeah, we got and a great tour. I walked tour. out on the stage and I had a couple of masons like looking at me like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> we haven't even started yet. And that was just because I'm just like in awe. I'm like, wow, the stage is freaking huge. I, I, yeah, I the room it, is awesome. Yeah, and then I think they figured out, oh, yeah, they're just guests checking everything out. Because so. <laughs> we're, like, taking pictures of everything. Like, oh, oh, oh look, you know, geek, Masonically geeking <laughs> what out. What degree is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was a great experience. I love Danville. I can't wait to go back. It, it, you know, it was 2019, right, just before COVID hit. Yeah. Well, yeah, when we yeah, went. yeah. So that's why we a lot of your road trip videos. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Then we did uh, Bloomington after that. That was the all state Scottish Rite meet. Mm -hmm. Right. That was the last yep. reunion before COVID. Yeah. We, I remember everybody was stirring, talking like, I think everything's going to shut down. Yeah. And it was like, only, no, no, yeah, no, no, it's not. Only no, a month not. later and everything was shut down. Like, it's not shutting down because we're on our way there right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, everyone. With that, we're going to have to take a break real quick and we'll be back. And still talking with Chris Hathaway. Oh, oh we're back. Sorry. <laughs> getting into the booze already? 
He brings it. You're not even gonna let him open it for us. I haven't Huff opened the it. Uh, he's lying, isn't he? So I think there was one thing that you wanted to clear up for everybody about how these bottles work, and yeah, yeah. we did want to make sure that the Scottish Rite and the Valley of Danville, we are not selling any bottles. Uh, for every 85 bucks donated to our building or our dyslexia center. You'll be giving a free gift. Yeah, this is like a this is like a tote bag when you donate to public television. Yep, yep. correct. Exactly. Same idea. So it's all all donations, classy. and uh, we, we give a ton of our appreciation. Super classy. Uh, so, uh, since uh, by the time this airs, you're no longer going to be the most wise master of Danville. You'll always be the most wise master in my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, the best wise master we've had on this show. Would the please most most wise master please stand up? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, because you're going to be out of Please the shot. But uh, where does this leave you, or where are you going to go from here with your Scottish Rite career? At least that. Uh, so the Scottish Rite, I've, I've been asked to stay on as the membership chair again in the Valley of Danville. That's great. Um, you know this guy wants to join, right? I'm looking forward to it. We, we got a lot of lofty goals hey, in Danville. You're going to take that back yeah. as soon as you yeah, get to know yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First reunion when he's out back smoking cigars with everybody. <laughs> so well, at least you got, he's got a guaranteed in. I will say, uh, um, Marty, I, I met him a few times, but I really got to know him when he came down to Danville. Oh, uh, I'm sure you did. He was coming down to play Santa for my home lodge. Was that your home lodge? Catlin Lodge, yeah. You were the big kid that sat on his lap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't make it to Santa Claus, but uh, um, the host, uh, Ryan Irby, ha had to call off, and uh, Sean McBride was going to show him around town. And uh, Sean was like, who else can I get to come out to Danville tonight? I'm sitting in Bloomington. He's like, Hey, can you come down to Danville and host uh, this Royal Arch guy that's coming down? He's playing Santa for us. It's like, yeah, I'll come down. So just came down, <laughs> you know, took him around Danville. So uh, th that was beautiful. So uh, Ryan. Wait, wait, I want him to tell the story. Yeah. I've heard the story from you. I want, I want to hear it from him. You tell me what's fake. Yeah. It was a great time. Ryan Irby, God bless his heart, he invited me down, I guess, because I'm fat to play Santa. <laughs> I'm fat and cheerful, so I, I should drive three and a half very hours. Corpulent. Very, very round. Yeah, very corpulent. So I went down there. Um, he had him and his wife, who I love. I both love dearly. Ryan, Tammy, I love you both. I fell ill that week, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? Call Sean McBride, and I'm like, Sean, I don't know. I, I want to go to this one goofy steakhouse I saw on Facebook. What's this, what's it called? Uh, the Little Nugget. Yeah, yeah. we're actually place. there tonight. <laughs> a bunch of Scottish Rite Masons are at the Nugget tonight. <laughs> the Nugget is the best. So uh, I go there. It's delightful. And uh, Sean brings uh, this guy with him. And uh, all I remember, I think the last thing I remember saying to Sean is, where could a guy like me have a good time in this town? <laughs> then his response was, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> and then my next memory is I'm taking Tylenol to play Santa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> met somebody special at the bar that night? I did meet the mayor of Danville. Yeah. yeah oh, the very cool. Hey, yeah, bar. What was that place so. called? Fat Man's? Fat Man's, yeah. That's a nice spot after reunions we go down to. I requested the key to the city, and he was not very receptive. I think I just see that question. Yeah. Can I have a key to the city? <laughs> you would, dude. Oh, you showed me around. We had a great time. That's how we really got to know each other. Well, I remember that because I had to uh, erase the uh, live live feed you did because you were so <laughs> I'm like, oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't even coherent. I'm like, I, you know, I I was like half asleep. I'm like, I'll, I'll put all the hashtags and everything on this later. I get up the next morning to watch it. I'm like, what the <laughs>
He was not thinking. That's the one. I answered oh, it right there. At that point, I was so consumed by good fellowship with my brothers from the Danville Valley. And all I'm the like, these guys are there. never going to watch yeah. our show. He was show. also uh, very uh, uh, amused with, uh, there were several dogs in the bar, and he couldn't get over oh, The, the oh, final oh, bar funny. we went to just had loose dogs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, were you like dogs. rolling on the floor? <laughs> oh, I know you're fucking My wife you. was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sitting at the bar talking to him and Sean, and I, I look over at Stephanie, and she's just on the floor. She's like, doggy, doggy, dog, doggy, doggy, dog, doggy, doggy, dog. And I'm like, honey, I don't know whose dogs those are. <laughs> but uh, you know what? We were driving back. Like, we, we, we had so much fun with you and Sean. We were thinking about moving to Danville. <laughs> It's a good community. Yeah, he oh, did. He was, he was, he was like, like, bro, yeah, Wes, you want to get a place with us in Danville? Yeah. Like, oh. no, yeah, he said so that too. Like, overwhelmed to me by the like, love no. of the Danville Valley. And I'm like, yeah. I, I live in Danville now. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, uh, the mayor was a heck of a line dancer. <laughs> I think he was just desperate to try and get that key to the city. He's like, yeah. bro, I'm moving out here. I'm getting that key. I'll I think say that's a, what that was all about. And all the Masonic groups I'm in, and I love every one of them and passionate about them. But the Valley of Danville, the one thing that really brings me back is the hospitality. You know, you have some small t politics. You have some guys that don't like each other. Oh, sure. But the majority, everyone's all in. It's like, what can I do to help? And every time, like when we have a, a membership program, what can I do to help? And, and some other groups I'm in, it's like, well, you, you have to do it and you have to run with it. But in the Valley of Danville, it's like next man up. It's like, how can we get this done? Um, we do have our traditions, uh, but you rarely hear the words no in Danville. It's more, how can we do it? And that's what I love. And anytime we have ideas, we just you know bring it to the table and we don't that's cool. have a bunch of red tape we just do it if we fail we fail but we just we try you know that's awesome because i mean that's kind of like our take and our outlook at our grotto you know if somebody has an idea do it we'll try it once try it once we'll try it once let's yeah. do it let's see what we can make make happen yeah no and one in Mazer should be in the business of this didn't work when we tried 10 yeah, years no. ago yeah no eh, throw Throw the pitch. Again. No, there's there's things there are things that have come out and failed years ago and have come back in a weird way under a different name, but it's the same thing and has been beyond successful. A lot of times execution. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. It's very true. We're probably it's never gonna do Christmas in March for the Royal Arch again. That did not work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we that, had fun. Yeah, we did. We had fun, but you know, but all COVID, seven of us. COVID. All seven of us. COVID. <laughs> like that's really what it was. It was it was COVID, dude. But like, actually we talk about like the hospitality. I've never met someone that says, Hey, I'm Valley of Danville, where I wasn't floored by the quality of brother, the quality of conversation, and how welcome that I felt in their presence. And just what, so we're up in near Chicago and the warmth and the light and what you guys are putting off, we 100% feel that and we admire, envy, appreciate, respect it. You know, yeah. I think one thing that Danville has going for it that it may be the reason why we collectively have a lot of hospitality is we don't have a lot of look there's not not really a central location sure there's a lot of danville people mm -hmm. but our valley stretches just south of kankakee all the way down the yeah bridge, your valley is far we're over yeah. that yeah over past champagne so the only reason we all know each other is because of the valley of danville we yeah. don't well, have no, any local it, beef it, it, and a lot of guys the body. Yeah, yeah a lot, a lot of, of guys ways. travel far yeah. to get there too yeah. when you go to yeah. reunion everybody's traveling we, to get there. we were there uh we were talking to the one Prince Hall uh, brother, and then there was this other guy that came into the conversation. We're like, oh, where are you from? You said New York. 
He yeah. flew from New York to Danville because he needed one degree. Correct. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was like, Actually, I got a Shannon I, I just from our Royal Arts chapters like that. He's like, I got to drive to Detroit to get my 18th this week. And I'm like, God bless you, sir. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, I, Shout out to the yeah, guys that actually really fill their yeah, passport up. Passport. Yeah. I've, I've heard about the passport. And that's oh, super dude, cool. I still have four left in. I've I travel mine. wild. Yeah. Did you do finishers? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, man Yeah. something I'm, I'm proud of. I really enjoyed the Scottish Rite, and especially doing the acting and stuff. But to, I'm glad I got the passport filled because I was like... There's no way I'm ever going to see all no, these. That's but br- that's bragging. But that's, yeah. yeah, bro. But there should to, be a special pin for that. Yeah, they are able to do yeah. to go see some of them because your own valley, it, sometimes they're not going to put on a degree for like five, six, maybe even ten years. We just there did, was one yeah, at, yeah, yeah. Maybe. We just did the fifth degree, and I don't think they've done that degree in something like, I don't even know, eight years or something. Yeah, like they said five it was a, years it was or a long time like when it happened because yeah, yeah. I think it was like 2019. Yeah. And I'm like, Wow, it's been like that long. Jeez. Is is there a valley out there that does all of them? Yes. The so southern jurisdictions. Southern jurisdictions does you like go that. through four through thirty-two. Oh. And I believe Southern has the fifth body. Uh no, they have Knights of Kadosh, but yeah, that's one. That's, that one. that's one that we it's consistory for us, but uh, the degree so, they moved and swapped the degrees around a little bit, so yeah. some of the degrees are a little you swappy. Can't get but your nice kadosh, here yeah. In this state. So um, the the way they they did, they don't have a prince of Jerusalem. Yeah. So they uh, they go from the lodge of perfection. The rose croy covers the fifteenth through the eighteenth. The knights of kadosh covers like the nineteenth through the. 29th and then their consistory is the 30th through 32nd yep or there may be a yeah. couple off in there but that's how they do it in the southern and yeah. if i could just speak on the passports real quick uh, just no. because of course first off the the passport program was started in the valley of danville oh <laughs> went jurisdiction wide oh we're amongst so. royalty <laughs> oh, yeah I did, it was well before my time Exciting though, that's cool to know. I did really? not know yes. that. So you guys have the Jack Daniels barrels. You have the pass. You have everything. They have got the, the window. It's like, dude, um, what's going oh on here? But not only will we innovate, if we see another valley doing, we will always pull in all the good ideas. The Black oh Cat God, program yeah. we found yep. we saw in Ohio. It's been implemented in Chicago, Bloomington. Bare, it's barely been implemented for us, but. You have to talk about that because the last yeah. time I went to Danville, I asked you about it because mm-hmm. I went there one time, the first time, didn't see maybe a few. I went back the next time, almost everybody had hats. Yeah, and I so I think you, except us, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you know this is a badge of a Scottish Rite Mason, and the Shriners they wear their fezes proudly, and I always. You know, MSAs, they deserved it. My grandpa's MSA, and he's the reason why I'm passionate about the Scottish Rite. MSA? Uh, It's a Meritorious Service Award. It's uh, Each valley is allowed one or two per year. Is that the ICOD Uh, weekend and all that stuff? Yeah, it can only be awarded at ICOD. Uh, You have your white hats, which is the 33rd. But every 32nd degree Mason is entitled to wear their black cap. But it just isn't done in the northern jurisdiction. Yeah. And my take is every Scottish Rite Mason should have a cap on. Uh, so we oh, implemented sure, a program um, where if you get 32 points, we'll buy your black cap for you. You do it again, we'll pay for the case. And um, I tell my awesome. line officers coming through, you know, you need a black cap. You know, have a black cap. I think everyone in the Rose Court right now has one. Good. That they wear proudly. That they love wearing it. Um, you may never get an MSA or 33rd in your life, but you can be yeah. damn proud yeah. to be a 32nd degree and wear that every But that's year. not everyone's goal, though, either. Everyone's no, looking for No, but when you're in the room and you're at an award yeah. thing and everybody's got all the bling and the hats and everything, and you're like, 
you're dressed up in a suit and you're like, oh man, you would, but no, I want to wear a hat. hat. Is definitely, I mean, you know, MSA, 30, it's different, you know, different strokes for different folks, but this makes everybody have that's, something. That's the pinnacle of the Scottish Heart. Everything else is addition, you know? So like yeah. everyone should be proud to be a 32nd. And I wanted to touch a little more on the passport program. So the first passport you fill out, you do get a really nice certificate. The second one, you get a really nice medallion. That you oh, really, okay. The gold uh, passport. The yeah. gold passport. That's going through twice. Yep. Yes. And okay. so that was just for the ritual. Some guys don't like degrees. Let's be honest. They'll fall asleep during a degree. They don't want to watch every degree. No, um, some people are just trying to get to the banquet. Yes. So what the Northern Masonic jurisdiction just rolled out is called the Pathfinder program. Oh, yes. 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 I got that. I got that. That is another great thing to talk about. Of the Scottish right where you can do so much to earn awards and respect now where before some people felt like, you know, I can only watch plays. But now you can get credit for doing service work, get credit for uh, learning the history and the education and meeting your officers and meeting your members and traveling. And you have this whole Pathfinder program. They have a whole booklet and everything that they just put out. It, the, it just went live like fairly recently, right? Uh, like in the last, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just got mine in the mail and kind of read through and checked it out. And it is just amazing. It's so, it's not similar to, to like the master your, craftsman uh, program, shop. but That's yeah, exactly. It's is. something else for you to do within the college of Freemasonry that the Scottish Rite has. And it offers like he's saying about the, the volunteering, the meeting, the officers going to meeting. There's so many different opportunities there that you might not do it if it wasn't in there, but because it is, and it's kind of something you can check and grow through and do, you experience so much more vastness than you normally would as a member. Or sometimes you feel like, what can I go to? What's for officers? What's not? What's So it, it kind of helps you open that up and see, yeah, there is actually a lot here I can do, you know? That's amazing. Yeah. It's it, great. It was really good. There was only a couple I had a question about because it's like, well, the family things. Like some guys are just there by themselves. And you've heard many brothers say, I don't have family. You guys are my family. It has the option in there for somebody to get points to bring family that are non-Masons to functions. But that was the only the thing option. I'm like, well, you know, yeah. uh, but it's not that you have to get that. It's yeah. just an option after reading all of them. Like, okay, so not everybody's going to get every point, but there's always another option in there for you to break out of your shell and try something different. I think there's six different um, paths that you can take. So you could complete it six different times and you'd have six different paths of yeah. uh, completion. So there's tons of information. In That's okay, I, uh, again, I'm not a Scottish Rite Mason. So what exactly is the point? What is what is that? Like, I should have brought like, one of the books. Yeah, I like I said, to kind of get it. you out of the shell. One, one of the things I really like, it said, talk to a brother that you've never met before. Perfect. Because there's a lot of guys. Checklist. Yes. Oh, so these are like these are like kind of like achievements or trophies. Yeah, it's like a little mini, like you know, not necessarily like a diary book, but like a little thing. Kind of like I don't know if it's a medal or what. They have a track online that you can track it. It's and it's almost kind of like like a treasure hunt. Like find your deputy in your state and get his signature. Okay. So when you complete all this gamification, then then you'll get an award. So. But it's really just to get you involved. Exactly. And yeah, it is. In a way, the word to you open use, things up. break out of your shell. It is. Now, yeah. a lot of jurisdictions that actually do have libations and everything in Lodge, it's up to the EAs and the fellow crafts to work the bar. And it's not servitude. It's just literally, if you're the one with the drinks, every guy has to talk to you. You're going to get a moment with every member. 
and maybe this guy drinks gin and tonics, maybe this guy's a whiskey guy. You're going to know a lot of intimate stuff, you know, with men meeting each other. Because I know we've all been guilty where sometimes maybe we didn't talk to that new guy as much as we should have or gave him that love. And programs like this open it up where you're forcing everyone's hand in a way, and that's really good. And I'll say, at my time in the Scottish Rite, I've heard it a ton of times, well, we only do two reunions a year. Now, the people that are involved know that's not true, but we haven't done a good job of educating what's out there for everyone. I think this will, this program will help with that. Well, I, like when you say reunions, yes, there's only two re reunions a year, but there are more opportunities for degrees and other outings. And fellowship. Yeah, yeah. For fellowship, yes. Do you guys do so, a, a degree outside of your reunion throughout the year sometimes? Uh, yeah, we try to put on two different traveling degree days. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we kind of do the same thing at the Valley of Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's great I, because, like for me, when I first joined, oh, it was only the spring and fall reunion. But then as you get more involved with it, you're like, you know, and you join the email list. Oh, well, there's this going on. There's a golf outing going on. There's theater. There's baseball games. There's a whole bunch of different oh, yeah. things Thursday that, night that the, the Valley of Chicago does. Thursday night is a big deal right. up here. Everyone's so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you just want degrees, yes, there's two maybe – maybe more opportunities but if that's all you're looking for then yeah the opportunities are not as great as the fellowship the getting to know each other the outings to to bring the family to and stuff so there's there's no, all that and as good as the degrees are as good as are the lessons are if you don't have the fellowship and the actual bonds they're not worth too much because everything in masonry at any form of it you can learn in any given book i can recommend you hundreds but yeah. till you actually take the time and build the relationships, like me just popping up at Danville, me and Chris <laughs> becoming best buddies. Then I was there when you were exalted the other weekend yep. in Bloomington. Mm -hmm. And just having these moments, man, it's all about the brotherhood, getting to know people. And when you bring family, there's no better feeling from when my wife talks to your wife or something like that, and you see them getting along, you're like, oh, it's exactly what it needs to be. So, uh, I know I asked you where are you going to go with this with the Scottish Rite, and you said membership. So, what does that is it membership retention or membership? Uh, membership uh, chairman in general. Okay. Uh, so, what does that in, entail? So, uh, what my goal is so the jurisdiction also just rolled out a new Valley of Excellence program, which is similar to the Grand Masters Award of Excellence uh, at, at a lodge level, and um, it's really trying to get the valleys to engage at every level. You need to educate your members. You need to be putting on uh, service events in your community. You need to have family events. You need to be communicating with your widows. You need to bring in this many candidates a year. Um, you need to um, send people to the training courses. You need to, the Brother the Brother program, call every member in your valley. Don't ask them for dues. Don't ask them to do anything. Just ask them how they are. So this program, if you get 90% of this program, you'll win a really nice, like, trophy case-worthy trophy to put in your valley. Does it come um, with Jack Daniels? It doesn't come with Jack. As <laughs> not yet, yet right? You're right. <laughs> but not only that, if you achieve that, your valley gets an automatic 33rd degree bid. That's kind of cool. Wow. So that that's, uh, in a, you know, there's a lot of things said about the 33rd, but when you have a brother that deserves one yeah. and you don't have enough to give out, that's when it's bad. But if you can, you know, bring one in off the hard work of your valley and recognize oh God, someone. Yeah. Now, does each You're valley only get two a year, or um, so do some get more? So the the way that works, it's it's a little uh, complicated for the show, but. Um, <laughs> it says a lot for us. Thank you. All right, everyone. We'll see you later. There's a lot. It'd be like going, kind of like taking a you know math class because it's not. There's not a, a, a 
guaranteed number a year. You may not ever get one in your valley. Yeah. So there, there's, the, the way it works wow, is okay. kind of complicated. Um, but if you complete this program, if all your brothers are on board, you can guarantee your valley will get one every year. Yeah, it's um, like an extra draft pick in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, during COVID, um, it was my first year running the program, and we kind of decided, let's take this as a trial year. I don't want to do a lot online. I don't want to pencil whip this stuff. Let's just see how many points we can get. Um, we didn't achieve it the first year. The Valley of Chicago, the Valley of Springfield, and one other, so I apologize if it's Valley Southern Illinois, but only three valleys out of the nine won the Valley of Excellence. Um, this year, we are on pace. At one point, we were number two in the jurisdiction. Um, so by June, we'll see if we close it out and get that 90%. Um, nice. But nice. they're making it tough. Like, you have to at least should. bring in, yeah, it's, it's not a cakewalk. Um, they haven't lessened the standards on it. Uh, so it's a great program, but it's also rewarding. So takes my, the my goal to is, do it. Yeah. Just to, to get back to your original question, that that's my that's what I'm using as a membership program, is to drive all these events, and we have all these different people, and it's not my job to plan the stuff, but just show them what's available so they can uh, put on um, a brotherhood event down in Southern Illinois, put on a, a dinner, and we'll give them money or people to help out with, and then. Um, on top of that, my goal for the Valley is to break even on membership from the amount of people we bring in to the amount of people that we suspend. We can't do anything about deaths. Those are gonna happen. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. decline in deaths, but if we can stop the outflow of candidates, if we just break even, then we can start building. And we're getting close, um, so in the next couple years, that, that's my goal. You know, and that's actually the same thing that like, the Grand Lodge Illinois is going through. So they're looking at, there was the biggest boom of membership of all fraternal orders, churches, bowling's ever after World War II. Now we're having the fall off a lot of members dying. The Grand Lodge is within a few years of honestly plateauing from that era and getting us to a real number we could build from. Right. And it, it's so cool. I, I agree. I think the future is bright. I think uh, what I call right now declining in style gracefully until we hit that, yeah. that point. I, I don't want to say rock bottom, but essentially we're going to get to a point where everyone that becomes a Mason because they want to be Masons and they're there to work. And when once yeah. we get to that yeah. point where we're not carrying a bunch of people on the books, we're going to start growing again. It, it's yeah. weird to think about it, but it's almost like, all right, like, and I hate it com like, compared to the Grateful Dead, where it's like, all right, it's not trendy anymore, <laughs> but like the real deadheads are here. Like, right, yeah, who's yeah, here yeah. is like really about it now. This wasn't like the popular era then because that's where right. community organizations were the big deal. I know that was a terrible juxtapose, but the spirit Very there. funny, though. Very cool. Yeah. All right, uh, we got to take another quick break, and we'll be right back.
All right, everyone, we're back. Uh, uh, during the break, we were talking about the architecture of Danville. So uh, you said something pretty interesting about the architecture there? The yeah, architecture? so the building was designed to replicate uh, King Solomon's Temple. And uh, instead of me trying to go into all the details, uh, we actually had some pretty good uh, podcast crew come down and film it a few years back. So. <laughs> oh, who were they? Hey, absolutely. Uh, I think we're going to repost. Was it Keepers of the Word that filmed that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to those guys. If I do it right, you should be able to find it either here or there. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll repost it for you. But uh, when me and Wes went down there, I was just so blown away by the building. And we were doing a lot of Scottish Rite travel. And... When you're coming into Danville, I mean, dude, it's just, the building's massive. And when you come up on it, like, you're like, oh, it's a Masonic structure. You see all the checkered on the outside. I mean, it is an elaborate, and the cool thing is, is uh, you can't see it very well from the outside, but once you go inside and upstairs, all those stained glass windows and all the delicate stuff just laid in there. They have all the bodies and the seals in. I mean, it is awesome. We were there on a good day because the sun was shining through yeah. a yeah. lot of those wow. glass cool. windows. I, so I love stuff awesome. like that. I love going to like, I haven't been able to go to too many, but like when I, when I get the opportunity to go to a really old lodge, temple, lodge, building, and like you could tell like how brothers they had a like in their head they had an idea of what they wanted and just the architecture of it the structure of it is just oh, yeah. you're just like wow yeah you know yeah, dude. and you go to some places now I'm not knocking anybody I'm not saying anything bad but so all lodges all <laughs> lodges are beautiful you know and then you go to like some of these more modern uh, lodges and you're just like no it's really nice but you know you wouldn't know there's not that grandeur of it you know like you're just like oh some buildings you know, were built for Freemasonry, and some yeah. buildings are buildings that are made into Freemasonry. Yeah. So you can really kind of tell into that. And I'm just, I'm glad, I'm glad that you know it's so alive and well there because nothing's going to happen to it. Because one of the saddest things I've ever had to go do is go into a lodge building temple that was going to be uh, either a torn down or recommissioned into something else. Or they didn't let you wear your sunglasses in the building? No, they didn't. <laughs> they did not. Oh, it was that what up north, right? Yeah, I can't remember what town. Well, matter when that like that. or something. But, like, we, I remember going there and helping them move everything out and just looking at it. Like, the just even before you walk in the door, you see the stained glass and you see the doors. Like, the doors had the old knobs. And, all the, like, the knob had a, you know, in brass, the square and compass wow. on it. You know? And just walking around the 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 uh, masonic temple and god i wish i could have seen in its heyday like they had a full-on ballroom a stage like like oh, you guys got a ballroom downstairs in danville right yeah yeah so i'll uh, add on to this conversation about saving historic buildings when i joined the scottish Rite, i joined in a community college in southern illinois because the valley of danville was for sale oh no oh it was when wow. the Supreme Council was pushing people to get out of their buildings, rightfully so. A lot of bodies were spending more on uh, their buildings than they were on their membership. Um, they become giant profit sucks, they do. Right, so it, uh, if, if that's all, you know, if you just try to patch it, but unless you go all in, we got a full arch architectural review. Uh, illustrious Michael uh, J. Purr, 33rd, had, uh, had been implementing that plan over the past five years. Um, we expect it to stand for another hundred years. We're not going anywhere. We took awesome. it off the market. Awesome. That video yeah. that we're going to tag at the end, 
it's been the dining room has been completely redone since that video. Oh, new floors, wow. new paint, new window drapings. We'll have to come back uh, for another yeah, one. Full yeah. scale, you know, kitchen. We have a, a caterer running this place out to the public. Uh, oh, cool! Nice. Well, if everything goes right, awesome. we'll be down for your. Uh, Ball November 5th and 6th. Yep. I can almost Beautiful. guarantee and we'll be there. Yeah. It looks so nice. The stage has been redone. I held the Feast and the Paschal Lamb down there. Oh, oh, nice. Very I would, cool. Nice. No offense to anyone who... I would have been embarrassed to hold up there three or four years ago because it was kind of makeshift. It was kind of had that Masonic, you know, cringe to it a little okay. bit. Crackpot vibes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but now, it, now you can have a wedding reception and be proud of it down there. Yeah. It's been That's cool. completely That's done. Cool. We were fixing our elevator. We got a lot of projects. Um, now we have projects that we want to do. Like, how about we install some videos so we can shoot video um, doing different things. Instead mm -hmm. of just patching stuff, it's like, let's enhance the building. Yeah. Um, yeah. We may not uh, restore the stained glass to its full, but we're getting quotes on stuff like that because now that's something we can look at doing. So from the outside, you can see that instead yeah. of that plexiglass you know, yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, so that building was for sale. That's crazy. I didn't wow. even know. That's wild. And well, now we're, we're proud of it. It's going to be there for uh, another years. very cool awesome. thing about that valley is you guys have a few blue lodges that meet there too, correct? Yeah, so there, there's two uh, lodge rooms there, the red and the blue room. Uh, we have a DMLA chapter meets oh, there cool. our, that we just uh, revived two years ago. And they actually went down to Kentucky uh, two weeks ago and won some ritual contests. So, yeah, so Good I'm job, Every guys. weekend with those kids is like, we're doing basketball, we're doing ritual, we're doing this. I'm like, yeah. God bless you. Yeah, it's, it's, that's amazing. Amazing, yeah. I can't wait to make it down to Danville again. I. Yeah, I like I said earlier, I just enjoyed my experience down there. Everyone was so welcoming. I mean, most Masonic places we go, everyone's really welcoming. But well, Danville really made us feel at, at home. Absolutely, I'm yeah, so grateful. Danville is uh, Danville is the creme de la creme, creme de la creme. the Masonic world. <laughs> Rise to the top. So uh, <clears throat> that brings us to our favorite part of the episode: shout out and shots out. So, of course. Uh, you know, we're all licking our chops for this uh, Jack Chris, Daniels. Chris, you indulge us in some yeah. of this sweet, sweet ambrosia from our friends in Danville? We're all yeah, right. so on behalf of the, the Valley of Danville and myself, uh, I'll donate a bottle uh, to the show, Scottish Rite Mason, specially selected. Oh, to each of us? Dude, awesome. thank you. Thank you wow. for doing that. that that's yeah. really awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you yeah. all, all you guys I, down I there I really appreciate for it. This. I mean, this is one of the best gifts, gifts we have gotten on this show, and I am... Extremely grateful for it. I don't know how much you guys want, but we'll just full. Uh, I, I, I bet you there's going to be a fight over the that, that dog tag. <laughs> uh, it'll stay with the show. No, this will stay with the show. Oh, so it stays with me. Good. <laughs> Hanging on the tripod. So I hope you guys like it. Thank uh, you. Selected thank you. by brothers, four brothers. <laughs> selected by brothers. Four so this brothers. is the uh, Fubu. So, yeah. So uh, <laughs> do you have a uh, shout out you like to give anybody? Uh, I'll just give a shout out uh, to my grandpa. He passed away a couple years ago, but he's the heart and soul of why I joined the Scottish Rite. Um, when it, when I came into the lodge, I was working night shift, couldn't really attend Blue Lodge. He's like, you're going to join the Scottish Rite. I was like, I don't got time. Well, me and your grandma paid your dues. Show up in August, you join the Scottish Rite. Um, <laughs> so me great. and him ran around, did everything together. Uh, he earned his MSA by being a door greeter for many years at the Valley of Danville. Um, and he, he was passionate about uh, the Scottish Rite, and me and him enjoyed a lot of great memories. I always had to make sure I grabbed his red hat because he never wanted to wear it. But I told him, <laughs> <laughs> I said, Grandpa, you're out of uniform. Put the damn hat on. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Right, I'll shout out to Ron Velangen, MSA. All right, Ron Velangen. Ron Velangen. Listen, don't don't shoot it. Like, just enjoy it. All right. Tennessee sipping whiskey. The legs are interesting. That's smooth. That's nice. That's got like a smoky, tasty Dad. barrel. I'm wow. like, ooh, you can taste that in there. This has the potential in it to be a very good bad night. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lot of whiskey snobs um, that when we uh, brought this out, we brought out the Fe Feast of Tishri, and uh, I was wanting to give a free sample to people, and sure. uh, uh, Old Husky was like, well, what if they don't like it? I was like, fine, I'll make them put a down deposit on it first. <laughs> Even the people that were like, oh, the, you know, I drink this, that's Jack, you know, say what you want. Dude, yeah, I, Re regular yeah, Jack. Yeah, so yeah, they took a drink of this, they were buying double of it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah, gentleman nice. Jack, their they're selects, they're, they're better than, in my opinion, than the regular oh, Jack. Most of the mainstream but. brands have a pedestrian version to the aficionado mm -hmm. version. Mm -hmm. And just because this one small distillery you like exists, these guys have been doing it bigger, <laughs> better, and better for way longer. Yeah, I, you know, I can't go wrong with Jack Daniels. So. No. Well, Chris, thank you for being on the show. We're grateful yeah, for Yeah, thank you for coming out, yeah, man. Thank you so much, you John. And, you, know, you know, you traveled, man, how, how, how far? Two and a half. Two and a half. Mm -hmm. Two thank and a half hours just to do this show <laughs> Dude, for that's you. that's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. So, um, once again, Chris, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. We can't wait to make it down to Danville. So, um, thank all of you guys. Oh, well, I, you know, this is, a, this is a great podcast. This really shows what, what the fraternity is all about. Um, we sat here and, and, you know, talked for an hour or so, but it's all about how we made each other feel and how we're going to make each other feel in the future, just like that old saying goes. And that's one of the reasons I think the Valley of Danville um, does well with hospitality. We may mess up the degrees. We may not be on time, but we hope you make, you feel good when you leave. And that, that's what you guys are doing for me on the show. So Thank, you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. We you, greatly Thank appreciate you. that. That means a lot to us. Yeah. Um, well, everyone, uh, thanks for watching. If you haven't figured out where you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amity App, too, we're also on. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So once again, everyone, thank you for watching, and we will definitely be back with more.